地球僕たちの星宇宙僕たちの世界未来僕たちの明日みんな僕たちのもの Okay, what the fuck was that? I have no idea. All I know is that they were speaking Japanese, as far as I could tell. I mean, but could you understand what they were singing, what not, they were talking about? Not, not in the least. Not in the least. And,、uh, you know, special shout out to、uh, Knuckles Cannoli, our、uh, Canadian connection for the MMO radio podcast show,、uh, for setting us up with that whatever song that was. <laughs> <laughs> but,、uh, yeah.、Um, Yes, welcome to the MMO radio podcast show. I'm Popcorn Pete along with my co host in crime. Valiant. Yeah, sorry about that. Had to spit a little bit. <laughs> Vinny the Vault. It happens, Vinny.、Um, and tonight we have a very special show. We are going to go back in time and we're going to talk about Japanese、yep, monster movies. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Yeah. And we're talking about only Japanese, nothing with、um, any European, other Asian films.、Uh, Steph, best of all, no American monster films. Because、no. that's way too big of a category to even add into this. No, th so, that would be like a weak series for us. Yeah. But, so, so no, we're not doing that. No, not at all. And like I said, no European films, so not, you won't see any of the Godzilla or King Kong ripoffs that、uh, England did. So. We won't even get there. No. Talk not, about that. No, not, not all right. <laughs> all right. Not all right.、Um, so, what we're going to do is we're basically going to run down a list that we've created of different monsters. There are some monsters that we're only going to gloss over, mainly because we've only seen stills of the creature or posters. Right. And have can't find a copy of the movie to watch. And plus, time restrictions. so... Oh, yes, time restrictions. But,、I、you mean, know, those, those are other shows to come. Oh, yes, we might redo this and do a Japanese monster movie too. And、That's、after we've seen some of these movies, you know, we'll, we'll get to it then. But for now, you want me to start off? So, please. Okay. First off, we're going to talk about one that we're not. not Too familiar with outside of the Godzilla vs. King Kong movie. But、uh -huh. Jap Japan did a series of Kong movies, not counting the Godzilla one. They did one called Wasi King Yu Kong Yu, which was done in black and white. Say that ten times fast. <laughs> <laughs> which was done in black and white in the early, early to mid 50s. Around the same time, I think that they did Godzilla. I think that they had such a response from the original Godzilla movie that they went ahead and did this one. Right.、Um, which also ended up having a sequel called、uh, King Kong Appears in Edo. I've never seen either one, but from just the idea of what they do with these movies and how this one played out, I would say the first movie takes place in, in King Kong being in Tokyo. And obviously, this one shows up in Edo. So he's making his way across the country the same way Godzilla did in his, some of his series. Right. He's not only showing up in Tokyo. 
you know, he eventually made it to New York, which yes. is another story for right. another time. Right. True, true, true. And became female along the way. Um, this is true. Yep, but we all know from Jurassic Park that some reptiles can change sex when they need to. Obviously, he had to. Just ask Jeff Goldblum. He'll yep. tell you. Yep. Um, now, we're gonna like like I said, some of these we're going to gloss over. Right. Because there are going to be other shows, and Godzilla is one of them. Any movie that had Godzilla in it, we're not going to really talk about right now. That's his own show, and we'll do that somewhere down the road. Definitely. Um, okay. So the next one, I know I never heard of until I found out about it, and I don't believe you've ever heard. It's called Half Human. Half Human. Half Human. Okay. What I can get from it is that they splice the DNA of a guy with an ape and oh god after he starts changing they starts growing as well and he becomes a keiju or a kaiju so he becomes a huge human ape thing yeah huh i've never heard of it all, all i've ever seen is stills and those weren't really good so I'm thinking that it was somewhere on the long of the line, and I know I've got it down on the list is uh, the Mighty P King Man, <laughs> which which was I'm sorry that just struck me as funny, <laughs> which was supposed to be, um, you remember the movie Iceman? Yes, where they found the uh, the Neanderthal frozen in ice and came back to life. Right. Well, this was supposed P King Man was supposed to be somewhat on the same idea, but it was supposed to be a giant human. Because there's always that there, there was always that uh, conspiracy theory that there was giants part of the human evolution chain. Mm -hmm. So this was supposed to be playing off of that that they find this giant human frozen in ice. They don't mean to, you know, thaw him out, but he does thaw out, and he tries to steal a uh, a supermodel, and then you know they end up killing him and all that. No, Do not ask because I know so much detail. If I've seen the film, no, I'm just. Saying, I'll admit that I've seen the film. I'm just saying, is, is, isn't Peking like a you know a, a duck? Yeah. No, Peking is a place. <laughs> so how do you get the duck in there? They were famous for their duck. Get the duck out of here. No. That's what it what it was. That they were famous for their duck dish, and some general. Or somebody really liked it in General Gao? No, because that, <laughs> because that's a different thing. I know that. Well, fuck, I don't know. Understand how you didn't know about Peking Duck? I'm just trying to be funny. All right, oh, go ahead. All right. Well, you you stick to learning Japanese, and then we'll see if you can be funny. Harokinoki. Okay. All right. I know a lot of Japanese. Do Tok you? Tokyo Edo. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Anything else? <laughs> Yokoto. <laughs> 1941. <laughs> Yamato. 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 You say tomato, I say tomato. Okay, oh all God. right, let's go. We're hacking apart one of the the oldest languages in the world. Yeah, we're really aging ourselves out. Oh, we? yeah. All right, the next one, I believe, might be one of your favorites. It always was one of mine, and I love the fact that he had his own film before he joined into the... Um, the Godzilla universe was Rodan. Yes. The fly, the the giant pterodactyl. I think they were trying to make it look like half breed or something like that. You, you could tell it, it was 
some bird of some kind. So, but it was on the idea of a pterodactyl to, to go with that. Right. All right. Um, one of the better films around that time, I'd say, compared to some of the other things that they, that they, they pumped out, Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, obviously, it was just like Godzilla. It was just a man in a suit. Right. Um, but a lot of the time, he was held, held up by wi- uh, by wires to do all the flying sequences, which, to tell you the truth, even in the suit that would cushion a fall, I'm not going to get up there. No way. No. Not, in the, no. not in the chance. I'm afraid of heights anyway, so... But I do know that he... Shows up in the new Godzilla film, uh, Godzilla King of the Monsters. Yes. So they re- they uh, they have brought him back, and the the, the, mo- the universe for the, they they have to dip into. These they could make you know dozens of these films, as well as um, spinoffs. Sure. You know they could do a Rodan spinoff. It's not like it's never been done before. Case in point, the original done in the fifties. Right. So. And this this whole Gaju thing started with Godzilla. Let's just let's just say that um, that it started in what fifty three or fifty four? I think it was fifty four. I think that so. the original came out. So this list goes back as far as nineteen fifty four. Right. And for, if I remember correctly, it goes all up to, to the early two thousands. Oh, and beyond. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. I mean, this list here that we've that we've oh, co- oh, oh, that, that we're covering right now, from, yeah. from just from the Japanese standpoint. But I mean, there's been so many Godzilla movies. Out oh there. yeah, there's there's over thirty, over thirty. Damn. So that's why I'm saying Godzilla has to have his own show. Quite the franchise. Yeah, um, but Rodan, another one, very definite. You know, if you've never seen it, you've only seen what they did in the newest movie. You should search this out and get your hands on it. It's a great film to see, and I'll give case in point. I watched it on the big screen television that I have. It's outstanding. It's so much better than watching it the way we watched it back in the day, when it was only, if we were lucky, a 12-inch screen. Yeah, a little black and white TV. Yeah. We actually had to get off the couch and change, change the, the knob. Right, but at least then we were seeing exactly what they had seen with that movie because it was still in black and white. Right, right. but. If you can find a copy of it, definitely find Check it. Check it out. It's well worth it. Um, the next one is, I want to say, the beginning of their um, monsters coming from space. Okay. It's, ba- it's basically called, obviously, Warning from Space. Warning from Space. Now, this is the American title that this movie was released under. Mm-hmm. All right. Um I could not pronounce the Japanese version of the title, even with the American spelling of it. So I dumped that for the Americanized version of the title. Oh, come on. Give it a try. I can't even, I can't even think of what it was now. But basically, <laughs> this was either a ripoff or a homage to, however you want to look at that, to a, a, an, a Justice League comic book because... The villain, the monster in this movie, is a big blue starfish with an eye in its middle that comes from space. And I know that they that the Justice League in the DC Comics battle a big starfish, a blue starfish, that comes from space. 
Huh. I want to say that the Justice League didn't do it until after this movie, but I'm just saying it might be the same creature. It could be. <laughs> and again, all I know of this thing is from stills. Another movie I've never seen, I've never had a chance to see. That's crazy. But like I said, I'd love to see some of these films, especially where I, I, I love so many of these things that are non-Godzilla franchises. You know, it's it, it it drives me to see what else they did with such little budgets. Right. I mean, and they're not all these big, huge monsters. I mean, no, 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 they no. got other movies. Out. Oh no, yeah, no. They they. I have a friend. Oh, well, I had a friend who got me really. Tri- I was already a big fan of the Japanese monster films, but I have a, had a friend who um, got me onto the other side of the Japanese filmmaking. Uh, he started me off with, you know, the more modern. I, I know this is the bad term for it, the more modern kung fu films. Okay. You know, like uh, Hero, House of Flying Daggers, you know, things like that. Yeah. So, but my taste of movies is so widespread. Of course, as soon as I saw those films, I wanted to see more. Understandable. So I started looking around for different things from the actors, from the directors, and I flourished in the Japanese film market. And I've seen all these different kinds of films and some that I would love to see modernized to today, whether the Japanese do it, or I know the Americans always do this, they steal an old movie and they redo it. Not even old movies, they do it fairly often. Yeah, but, you know, I mean... But they don't always do it right. Yeah, I mean, like, a lot of times, like, you know, the, the Japanese Japanese movies that they make mm-hmm. are really, really good. Yeah. Then we try to Americanize it. Yeah. And it just well, falls short. It, yeah, yeah, true. And, it fall, and some of them fall very short. And unfortunately, you can't blame that all always on the American directors. Because for... I'm just going to give you one instance, and then we're going to get back to this list. Okay. Okay, one instance. The movie uh, Bangkok Dangerous. Mm-hmm. I don't remember if it was a Japanese film. I want to say it was a Thai film. All right. But either way, it's it's an Asian film. Okay. Yep. Um, outstanding movie. Lost in the shuffle for a lot of people if you, if, if you don't watch the Asian market for films. Right. Outstanding film. I recommend it if you can live through um, watching movies with subtitles. Excuse me. I'd say check this out. Right. Okay. Now. But that turns a lot of people off. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes it does. But I, like I said, if you can get through it, check it. I mean, I don't know if there's an uh, if there's a dub an English dubbing of this movie. Possibly. It might be possibly, but. There's another chance you might you might be able to find it like that. Okay, what they did, I believe, in the late '90s or mid '90s, they remade this film, Americanized it. Americanized it, yeah. Okay. Um, unfortunately, they used the, the the worst actor they could for this film. They chose Nicolas Cage. Ugh. Okay, so you already have a downstroke on that. Okay. Um, what happened was, which I don't know if it was lost in translation or anything like that, but he plays a hitman that goes to, I believe, Thailand, okay? And he's going on a job. 
Well, he befriends this young girl who's, um, I believe, blind. Okay? The movie the movie's horrible. Don't even look at the remake. Look at the original. Right. But you know how, what else connects these two together? The original director. The original director of the ba- of the Thai film actually came and redid his film and Americanized it. Which is rare. Which is rare. But I think the problem with that movie, beyond the acting and not completely, you know, Americanizing it, I think what happened was because the director wasn't American and he was trying to Americanize it, I think something was lost there. Lost in the shuffle. Lost in the shuffle. Um, another example, you know, real quick, yeah. and then we'll get back to the list, is uh, Ring You. Oh, yes, Ring You. I thought Ring You was much better than the Americanized version of The oh, Ring. Oh, yes, yes. <clears throat> but um, they, they, they actually were able to do a trilogy of Japanese paranormal horror for that film which worked yeah which worked when they americanized it i i don't know what they do to one sequel and then they re- rebooted it yeah and it was just it was it, bad it, 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 you know it's bad when they don't want to continue trying to make a sequel to fix things right they rebooted it and the reboot sucked right so but that's some that's an entirely different category than what we're talking about here yeah but well, and then we'll get back to the list now. Um, this one, I had never heard of until I put this list together. Okay. And when I went go, to go look and see about it, I actually found this movie on Amazon Prime. Hmm. So it is available to watch. Yet, yet it's, to me, a very ob- um, obscure movie. Now, does this movie have a title? Or yes, it does. You're going to keep ca- us waiting. <laughs> it's called... Varon, 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 I can't even pronounce it. Varon the Unbelievable. Varon the Unbelievable. Yes. And if you want to check it out, it's on Amazon Prime. I haven't, I didn't get a chance because I was trying to do a few other things to, uh, to get ready for the show. Okay. So, but um, this one looks, it's just like what it shows on the poster. Um, a large sea-dwelling creature comes out of the water and attacks these people on a, on a on an island and they deal with them or don't deal with them I, I don't know if nothing else if they're on an island and don't have any uh, firearms they're probably just gonna push them back to the sea okay that's <laughs> that's great <laughs> so but again one of the ones we haven't seen and we're gonna find a lot of these that we ne- we've never seen because or never, lot, never even heard of. right a lot of these movies that we saw in this genre were only on creature double feature when we were kids loved the show yeah. the some of these movies may not have been available for them to uh <coughs> in a package for them to show probably not so i mean we're, we're going way back oh yeah we're going back we're going back to the 70s yeah so but after that i've got one the three treasures doesn't sound like a monster movie, does it? No, it sounds like a George Clooney film. <laughs> okay, this movie is about a bunch of uh, treasure hunters who believe they've ru- they're, tra- they're chasing down this treasure that's on some obscure Japanese island. Okay? They get there, start digging around, and then all of a sudden, all these sea creatures start coming out of habitation. 
Okay. Now, I'm g- giving you this from the um, description that I re- found. Okay. Okay, for the movie. Because I couldn't find the movie at all to even watch. But what it sounds like, where it falls into this category, is that these are all guardians um, keeping the treasure safe, whatever the treasure is. Oh, so we don't we don't know what the yeah, treasure I, is. I have no idea. It didn't say anything in the description. So well, that description but, sucks. But anyway. <laughs> but anyway, that's where all the monsters come into play. So it's a, it might be one of those ones that the kids could probably watch. Because I can't imagine it being too violent, too, especially where it was shot in, I believe, the early 60s. Because from what I could tell, it was colorized. All right. All right. All right. Um, the next one we're going to gloss over a little bit because there is a series. Well, actually, a couple of series. They tried to reboot that before. And actually, uh, she shows up in the, uh, the new Godzilla film as Mothra. Which we always, which we always thought growing up was one of the weaker giant monsters. I was never a fan of Mothra, especially those little two little tiny Japanese girls. Listen, we're not going to get into. I'm just, I'm just saying. It, it just. What's it, the matter? You don't like tiny Japanese girls? Not the ones that I could fit in the palm of my hand. I was wow. like, I was like, what the hell is wow, this crap? That, that's one crap, and they're gone. Um, now, what I didn't know that you know none of us really knew, and, and they used as a gimmick later on when they rebooted Mothra was that Mothra was actually um, a con- had a connection to God- Godzilla. That he that Mothra actually connected to Godzilla on his back, and basically doubled his power. He, he doubled Godzilla on his back. No. It, Mothra is a female. Don't tell me they had sex. I'm not telling you that. I'm just telling you that Mothra landed on his back and his his power doubled. Because all, because because she was like generating all of this um, power to him. So doesn't that sound a little stupid to you? Hey, did I make the film? No, I did not. I didn't say you made it. But it, it's... A, okay, you know, hey, you, know, you hey. on my back, and now I'm Super Godzilla. Yeah, well, at least he's not a mecha. <laughs> how, com- how come I can't give you a... Well, I'm titanium, dear. Um, listen, <laughs> okay. we'll talk about Mothra more later yeah. in another show. Um we get, hey, come on, we're getting close to your favorite, so don't 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 start. Okay, okay, All right. okay. Um... Our last one here before we get on to uh, Pete's favorite favorite Japanese film. Dun dun dun! Is Gorath. Let's talk about it. Okay, let's talk about it. Have you ever seen it? No. Have you ever heard of it? Yes. Oh, you have. I have. You have heard of Gorath. Okay. What do you What do you know? Do you know anything about Gorath other than that you've heard the name? Uh, I've heard the name. I've never actually. Got a chance to sit down and watch the movie, but oh, okay. Well, I, I've got the same problem. I've heard the name. Uh, there were really no still photographs to look online. I'm sure there is if I had if I really tried to do some more in depth checking. Mm-hmm. But um, all I have is the name and that he was some kind of a monster. That's all I have. And he he he's in the, he's in the list because he was Japanese giant monster. 
But I mean, did they give a description of what kind of monster? No, was? not not in not in the part of the list that I had. That's why I kept looking to see if I could find something. But all I could find was that he was a giant monster. I mean, if anybody out there knows of these films that we're we're, we're sort of passing over here and there, I mean, please let us know because it'll just add to us look, trying to find it to to watch it. Because that's one of the bit. That's one of the biggest things that I like about this podcast is that we talk about things that are not norm. Right. Exactly. I mean, uh, yeah, we'll we'll talk we'll talk about Godzilla and Mothra when we get to those shows. It's just that there's so much involved. We just can't talk to it, talk about it here, or we're gonna get laid down. Right. And I'm sure at some point we'll do we'll do. Um, Japanese drama movies, Jap- Japanese, you know, ba- straight up horror films. Because uh, I mean, I've become a fan of a huge number of those. Oh, because there's a ton of them out there. Oh yeah, there's a ton of them, and I just saw the poster for a movie I saw years ago, thought was fantastic, and now after knowing the ending, because it's one of the one of those I I like to call non Hollywood endings, mm-hmm. you know, so you don't you don't and not everybody walks away happy faced. Especially right. the audience. It's not a Disney ending. Yes. Um, after seeing this poster for that movie and knowing how that movie ends, looking at the poster in a different light, I saw something that was right in front of everybody with this poster. Which <laughs> I, was? I can't, I can't tell you because I don't want to. I don't want to ruin the movie for you. God because damn it. I'm telling you, this movie. This movie is well worth watching, right up to the very end, the very very end. All right. Well. All right. So, but okay. Now we're back to this. Since neither one of us have seen this film, we're just going to gloss over it. No, we know that it's part of the genre, um, and there might be here, some here that we never, we we don't even have, because there are people, there there are movies out there that I I may not have been able to find that fall into this category that were Japanese monster movies. Mm-hmm. You know, so I I apologize for that to the audience but what we do have um, falls into this category and we know we know a lot about the ones we have seen and the ones we know about um, but pardon my discussion but we don't have knowledge of every single thing out there no even though even though Pete says all the time that I've watched everything or I know about everything I don't well I thought you did but you proved me wrong today but anyway (laughs) Okay, the next one is Pete's favorite, favorite, ultimate favorite Japanese monster movie. Do you want to say what it is? Attack of the Mushroom People. Attack of the Mushroom People, which was the American title that it was uh, released under. And the Japanese title was? Oh, it was Matango. Matango. Yes. That's that's sort of hard to push all all together for... uh, uh, Attack of the Mushroom People, yeah. but I'm sure that it's not exactly a, a uh, direct ref, a direct translation. But I'll let you talk about this because I know this is one of your favorites. Well, it starts out, you know, a, a bunch of people they're, they're taking a cruise on a yacht, mm-hmm. and they're having a great time, and then all of a sudden this big storm hits, and the boat's going back and forth and back and forth, and finally they get shipwrecked. Not like Gilligan's Island. Okay. Because on Gilligan's Island, you know, hey, they had bananas. They, they had li- coconuts. And they lived. 
and they lived. <laughs> but, okay, um, go ahead. Keep going. <laughs> but on the, this one, uh, they they had to go searching for food, mm-hmm. like looking for turtle eggs. Right. Yeah. Any vegetation that mm-hmm. was on the island. Yeah. I mean, because like like I said, there was no bananas, there was no coconuts. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, what exactly did they find to eat? Uh, turtle eggs and mushrooms. Eventually, I'm eventually, get, I'm getting to that. Okay, I'm getting right. to that. But uh, they they stumble across another ship that was shipwrecked mm-hmm. there, and apparently there was a crew on that ship. Okay. Now the crew's missing, and they're nowhere to be found. So these people, you know, they they continue to look around the island for food and everything that they stumble across mushrooms all right yeah tons of them tons of them tons, tons of and them. tons and tons tons and tons okay so they have a food supply now well but you know no, no no come on let's keep going they have a food supply now well, they, got, they got a food supply but yeah. you know there's some mushrooms that are poisonous and you don't want to eat true true so you know they sitting there saying hey let's maybe we'll take a chance with this okay and some of them do some, some of them don't okay but the ones who do eat the mushrooms okay. end up... Drum roll. That sucked. Uh, <laughs> they end up becoming mushroom people. Wow. And they got mushrooms growing out of their heads and everything. It's just... It's a creepy concept, but it's very cool. Yeah. I've se- I, I, I haven't seen it in a long time. Again, I think that one might be available on Amazon Prime. Probably. I think so. Um... So definitely another movie to check out on Amazon Prime if you have it. Um, but I remember it mainly because it was one of those part of the Attack series that they did on uh, Creature Double Feature. Right. They did Attack of the Puppet People, which was a scientist shrinking people down to their size, and they they basically like uh, the Incredible Shrinking Man. Right. And uh, non-Japanese. Non-Japanese, by the way. By the way. Uh, then they did uh, Attack of the Leech, the uh, the giant leeches. Yep. Which was uh, a, a low, low, low budget movie. Um, was that with the dogs? No, no. This was this was giant leeches in a swamp, where this woman falls into the swamp because she falls out of this guy's canoe, and the giant leeches come up and grab her, and they got big suckers on their heads and everything like that. Uh, a lot bigger than this on the leeches that are on that are in uh, to stand by me, or slugs, or slugs. <laughs> okay, but it's very they're they're very much and uh, and then there was Attack of the Mushroom People, and those were the three attack films that they showed on Creature Double Feature, which I always thought was cool when they did that. Right, and sometimes they'd have a back to back attack. Yeah, yeah, which was cool. Yes, it, which was cool. But, again, but it's I, a, I highly recommend. Oh, I, I do too. It's uh, it, it 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 falls outside of the the kaju realm, mm-hmm. but uh, as a monster movie, straight up, it works. Yeah, I think it works. And again, it was done in the '60s, so it's not it's not completely family friendly. No. But I mean, if you watch if one and your child is into your monster movies, if you watch it once and you think he can handle it. Definitely something to for him to tag on to. Yeah, I mean, but there's no like gore or anything. No, I don't remember any like any gore in it at all. No, but it, it was just it was just creepy seeing these mushroom people walking around. Like, yeah, with, with their arms straight out like Frankenstein, but their arms were like extended far past finger fingertips. Right, and they're sitting. Yeah, yeah. 
Alright, now this one, this next one, um, I had never heard of, but after watching clips from a trailer and reading a little bit more about it, I think this one would be a definite one to add to the MonsterVerse that they're running now, solely because after they've dealt with all of the Earth-bound monsters, mm -hmm. their next step is to bring in some of these monsters that came from space. And this one does. No, it's not that. It's not that far. Okay. But <laughs> this one is called. Let me see if I can read it correctly. Dagora. Dagora. Yeah. Now, because it says Dagora, doesn't mean that it's a dog. <laughs> okay. Straight off the bat, <laughs> it's not a dog from outer space. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Okay. okay. Now, I, now that I put that out of your head. Okay. Okay. That's this is totally actually, out. Okay. This is actually a space amoeba or a space octopus, you say. Okay. The color of cloud. So obviously in space it would be white, but when it gets down into the Earth atmosphere, it's actually the same color as clouds. So you don't in the movie you don't see this thing coming until the tentacles start dropping down from the sky. That's kind of creepy. Yeah. So, I mean, that, that's as much as I can really tell you about um, what I've seen between the trailer, because the only trailer I could find was not um, English. It was Japanese. So I had to watch it in Japanese. But from what you can get from these movies, from the trailer, you know, you can usually just make the jump from, okay, so it's coming from space, this is what it's doing, this is how it's getting around, you know, that kind of thing. So when you watch the trailer, I mean, you know... It it was obviously in Japanese. Um, what did that trailer tell you? It, 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 it told me this was a creepy, creepy space alien, which, obviously because all I've seen is the trailer, I have no idea how they got rid of. Mm -hmm. Might have been, you know, one of the military's great feats of driving this thing off or killing it. So n no subtitles or anything? No, no subtitles at all. They, I found that they very rarely subtitle trailers unless... Which they, they should. Uh, they should. Um... But they very rarely do it unless the movie has been sub the movie itself has been subtitled, mm -hmm. and it's a hit. Because they're just not if if they just subtitle this to get it into the market, the movie into the market, that might be all all the only thing that's done. Right. You know because the distributors may have to pay extra for the um, the subtitling of a trailer. You know, and the distributors, you know, it's like well. That's Maybe. a pain in the ass. Yeah, it's that. a pain in the ass. We'll just take the Japanese trailer and run that, and we'll see what happens. You know, but I mean, but sometimes you just you just watch a trailer and you're like, I want to check this out. Uh, yeah, definitely. I I don't understand why they don't do it More. as much. Yeah, especially with movies like, um, I, I'm just gonna keep throwing this out as Godzilla King of the Monsters. If they do it into movies like that, they're gonna find people are gonna sit there and be, be you know like I want to see that. Right. What is that? And especially where if they if they do take this franchise into space or looking for space monsters, mm. they, there is so many on this list that they could actually bring. But I mean, I think, you know, subtitling trailers and everything will get the American fans more interested. I, I agree. But you're also stretching it to try... You're also looking to... If you're going to subtitle... A trailer. You're looking to stretch it far past your fan base, right? And that's good. That is. But good. but sometimes 
these movies don't get to that fan base because that fan base doesn't like to read trailers. Uh, not to read trailers, like to read subtitles. Yeah, that that's that's become that, a problem. That's become a, that's become a big thing. That and the thing is, is we'll we'll have a discussion about this in another show. But subtitles, they they can hinder, and sometimes they can you know benefit. Right. Um, the big benefits is, are that you get to hear this this movie in its original language. Right. The drawback is because you're listening to you're reading you're not paying attention completely to what's going up on the screen right and i know that's a lot of what they try to um say is a problem with the subtitles is that people don't read fast enough people don't read don't like to read and because they can't pay attention to what's going on the screen and reading at the same time that's why they came up with the dubbing right and you know a lot of times the dubbing it's just i mean it works, but it's it's bad. Yeah, sometimes the dubbing is just as bad as the subtitles. Yeah. Because the subtitles sometimes do not match, depending on who's doing the subtitles. Because I've watched movies with the English on in reading the subtitles. Because I was curious about what you know the you know what character was actually saying things like that. Sometimes the subtitles aren't even close to what they're saying in English. Oh no. They'll, they'll still be talking, and then all of a sudden the, the sentence is ended. Yes. And it's like they, their mouth just keeps moving. It's right, like but, but the thing is, is they're speaking, what I'm saying is, an English version, an, an English movie, okay, so it's only in English. Throw the subtitles on sometime. You'll find out, if you can, if you can watch it that way, you'll find out that sometimes the subtitles don't match what they're saying. Right. Like I'm saying, if you, if you watched, obviously... Let's say Die Hard. You watch Die Hard. Die Hard is obviously in English. Yeah. Okay. Now, if you turn the subtitles on for that, there's no reason why that English should not match the subtitles. And what I'm saying is, is sometimes it's not. No. It, it, plenty of times it doesn't match up. Right. Yeah. But I mean. But why? But that's, that's the thing. To me, I think that it should. It should match up. You have the dialogue right in front of you when you're typing this out. Well, yeah, you should. But, I mean, like, sometimes, and then, you know, the, there'll be times where, like, somebody's talking, and, you know, you, you have to slow down the voice and be like, oh, well, hey, we're going over here next. And it just, it sounds stupid. Yes, yes, yes. But we're getting we're getting away from it but i think that's what drives a lot of people away from some of these films because they're not dubbed in english and some of them aren't subtitled yet because they just weren't popular enough to to warrant the extra expense well they should be dubbed yeah especially some of these older ones i mean they should they should be they 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 they'd have a, a fan following here in the states that is beyond belief oh yeah absolutely yeah. okay now the next one is actually a two part movie which I didn't realize until I was a lot older. Okay. Okay. The first movie in the set is Frankenstein Conquered the World. Ugh. Now, before we get on to the sequel, I don't remember if you were the one that asked me how did Frankenstein get to Japan for them to use the name. I don't remember if it was you or somebody else. I might have been. Okay. Now, I'm going to give you the sequel to it. And then I know you're going to go crazy because you're going to say it's not a sequel. 
but uh, the sequel to it is War of the Gargantuas. Now, how is that a sequel? Because the Frankenstein in Frankenstein Conquers the World is the, is the creature that we know in the War of the Gargantuas as the Earth creature, the Earth Gargantua. The yellow one? Yeah, well, he's brown. Okay, brown. Brown. But he's the Earth Gargantua. Well, the other one is the water gargantua. The, the green, green one. one. Yes. yes. The mean one. Yes. Yeah. Right. So that's how the, that's what the connection is supposed to be. Because the American doctor that is in the first movie is also the American doctor in the second movie. Okay. Okay. All right. And he plays the same character. I'm not saying he's a different doctor in the second film. He's the same character. He's the same character. Yes. Okay. Okay. So that. So what more connections do you want? Okay. Th there's a connection, but you know the other one was like Frankenstein, and. But no. What? It, what? See, that's what I wanted to find, f ask you if you had if you were the one that asked me how Frankenstein got to Japan. What it was was they're taking the Frankenstein story literally. Okay, and what they they asked the I want to say the German government at the time is they wanted the hot so they could make radioactive studies on it to see what would happen with the bomb you know this is you know they're still dealing with radioactive from uh, Hiroshima and Nagasaki right so it's like oh there's two more Japanese words I know so wow <laughs> I'm impressed yes sensei oh there's another one. Oh. okay holy um, shit so what they wanted to do is they wanted the heart You're because it was because it was the stuff the toughest organ in the body right. and they wanted to see what happens to the heart when they bombard it with radiation. So it was like okay fine because you know at some point it's just going to shrivel up and die because we know the human body is radiation keeps pummeling it mm. it basically burns it to a cinder. So they figured this is what's going to happen to this heart. No, that's not what happens to the heart. When they start bombarding it with radiation, it starts to grow a new body. Because basically it has all of the DNA in the heart for the blood. Mm -hmm. So it starts growing a new body, which turns into the gargantua because they can't, once, once the heart starts, they can't stop it, no matter what they've tried, what they try to do. So then when it becomes an actual being, it's like, well, we, we've got to watch and see what happens. And he just keeps growing and growing and growing. And then you see the, the gargantua. I know you're not going to buy it. I'm not buying it. <laughs> but if you think about it, if you think about it and watch the gargantua afterwards, he obviously didn't stop growing. And one of the ways that we've got the split gargantuas, because the creature that he battles in... Uh, Frankenstein. Yeah. He fights him on the coast, and when the thing bites him, he starts to bleed, and his bl his blood gets squirted into the water. And that's what. That's what, and then because of the radiation that's still floating around in the air and everything, and in the water, obviously, because how many how many bombs have we exploded in the water? Nobody. Not I don't think. Many. I don't think anybody knows, because America's exploded them in the Pacific. The French have exploded them in the Pacific. Russia has exploded them into the Pacific. 
I, be, I believe China has. North Korea probably has. Oh, they definitely have. Um, so, needless to say, there's a lot of radiation in the water. But I thought in uh, War of the Gargantuans, mm -hmm. didn't it start out with like a little, the little yellow one? He was like a child. Yeah, because they because what they did was they try they try to give you some insight into the growth that they never showed you in Frankenstein. But you see, they're also trying to give you a, a, a everything that they did in Japan for these movies. They did with the idea of doing a franchise. Yeah. Obviously, the Frankenstein version didn't work. So nope. they came, they came up with this tie over to yeah. keep to to do. Okay. But we need to do we need to do some something to drive to do do you know even a trilogy, right. you know what we'd expect now. But the thing is, is it that it made money overseas, but not in Japan. And unless Japan sees a, a a following there, they don't really try to do much. But I mean, I I thought more of the Gargantuan was great, mm -hmm. incredible. Oh, I did too. I thought it was great. And uh, you know, I I think. Like I mean, I understand what you're saying with the uh, the Frankenstein thing with the the blood going into the water and everything. Mm -hmm. But didn't the yellow monster go into the ocean? And it's been so long since I've watched it. It could be. And like his hair got caught. But you see, they may have used that to try to try to, because you got to think if nobody watched the Frankenstein version, nobody would have caught the things to do the sequel. Right. So what in in the new in war they actually had to come up with another way of showing how this did. I'm actually surprised it wasn't a sequel. I'm surprised too because I think it, if it, if they had done it as a sequel, a straight up sequel, I think it really would have taken off. Yeah, I mean because a great movie, entertaining, mm -hmm. and surprising to me, uh, both Frankenstein and War didn't do much in Japan in the way of you know wanting to do more. But it was big over here. But it was big over here. And that drove the dubbing and subtitling. Yeah. Because that's the way I remember it. I remember it dubbed. Yeah. I mean, there are some of these movies that now that I find that I can get either way, Japanese or dubbed. And usually I'll get them both ways because I like watching the subtitles with the Japanese because I think that just works a little bit better. But I have the dubbed, so if somebody comes over and says, hey, I've never seen that. You know, can we watch it? And, and then like, I yeah. don't. I don't feel like reading a movie yeah. for two hours. So it's like, yeah, I've got the dub version. Let me let me pull it up, and we can we can watch it. Yeah. So, I think this is a case of where they could have taken the popularity of it overseas and made more. All right. So we. Oh, excuse me. We're going to take a break right now, and uh, we'll be back in just a minute. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Delicious things to eat. The popcorn can't be beat. The sparkling drinks are just dandy. The chocolate bars and the candy. So let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. 
And we're back, so let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby and get ourselves a drink. You having some kind of an aneurysm? I am. Okay, well, I just want to make sure so I don't call the right people. <laughs> <laughs> Son of a bitch. Okay. okay, so anybody that's familiar with some of these movies from when they were a kid, you know, some of them... You know, we remember only in passing. But yeah. some of them really strike home. Yeah. And, some we, of them. and we remember them only in flashbacks because it's like, oh, I know what this movie is called in English, but what was it called, you know, when... Overseas. Overseas. Because sometimes they, you can't find the movie because it's only known by the, um, the foreign title. Right. So what we're going to talk about is Damagen. One of my favorites. Yep. All three films, actually, are my favorites. Oh, great, great, um, great movies. I mean, by the third one, you can tell they were trying to stretch the story just a little bit further to actually make the movie, but it still works. It still yep. works. It still works. Um, anybody that's not familiar with this, Damagen is the name of the deity that um, a ancient culture had... Uh, chiseled into the side of a mountain. Yeah, it's a statue, basically. Uh, basically a statue, but it's carved into the mountain. Into so the mountain. it's a permanent piece. Right. And for centuries, the local villages had been praying to this god. Um, along comes a warlord who wants the villages to pray to him. He was a prick. That Yeah, he was. But it was basically, pray to me or you don't pray to anybody. We're going to come and kill you. Right. So... Pots in the village said, we don't want to die, we'll pray to him. And the rest of the villages continued to pray to Damagen. Right. Which was fine and dandy. And they were like, screw you. Screw you. So when the warlord finds out about this, he sends out his little minions yep. to kill any villager that was praying to the rock god. So they go in, they kill some, some of the people to make an example of them, and then leave. Figuring they've got the upper hand now. You know, they know they would mean business. Yeah. Well, what happens is that they go back to the warlord, and the warlord's pretty much like, I told you to kill everybody that was praying to the rock god. And he was like, well, we figured if we killed some of them, you'd have more people to in control. Right, and a lot of them went into hiding. Yes, but, they were, but those people obviously were still praying to the god. Yes. So... He said, this is it. This is the last time I'm saying it after he kills, I believe he killed the the, uh, the sergeant that was sent on the mission. And he says, okay, now it's your turn. This is what I want you to do. Sends him out there to look for the people that are in hiding. At the same time, he decides that we're going to make an example of this stone statue. Right. They, take this, they take this iron stake that's probably, I don't know, probably like seven or eight feet long pure iron, take it up the mountain, and bring it to the forehead of the god. And they literally hammer it in to his head. To his head. Yep. So, now we've got, now they've desecrated the statue, so they really can't pray to the god of this statue because it's been desecrated. What ends up happening is the princess that's in hiding, which has been in hiding, I want to say it's ten years, Something like that. And 
she comes out to pray because her brother has been captured. And she starts crying and she's praying to Because she, kn- she knows he's going to be killed. He's going to be killed. And she starts crying and the cry, the, her, her tears fall on top of the stat onto the statue. And the statue com- starts coming to life. And pulls away from the mountain and heads for the village. Which was, I mean, you just, you watch that. I mean, and you know, a, a lot of us seeing this movie as a kid. And you, you just mesmerized by it. I'll, I'll, like, I'll wow. tell you, I, I, I finally found a copy of this whole set on DVD. English or subtitled? Oh, uh, uh, subtitled. It's not. It hasn't been. It hasn't been released dubbed. But I, from what I understand, the Blu-ray does have both versions now. Oh, I didn't know they had a yeah, Blu-ray. So, yeah. Well, it just came out not too long ago, and it has English and Japanese dub. See, I would love to get that. Yeah, I, I, I've already, like I said, I've already got the, the DVD, du- the DVD Japanese, Japanese. Version. Yeah. So I might go ahead and get this, and then gift, the, um, the Japanese to somebody. That I know will watch it with, with and appreciate subtitles. it. Yeah, and with the subtitles. Right. So, but um, needless to say, he comes, he destroys the warlord and his minions, and he's about to destroy the village because obviously the village had stopped praying to him and for uh, this 10, 15 years, and, and the, he was going to take it out on the villages. And the princess says, No, 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 you can't do that. Right. Right, so he stops, takes the iron bolt out of his head, because at this point, the only one that's left alive is the warlord. He picks up the warlord. This is great. I love it. Holds him to the holds him to his wooden wall, then takes the iron spike and drives it through his chest. Yep. Yep. And he's just hanging there like, uh. Yep. Now, the next two, which are sequels, which was The Return of Damajan, Mm-hmm. Daminja and the Wrath of Daminja. Um, are, are we pronouncing that right? I have no idea. I, I've always pronounced it Daminja. I thought it was Daminjing. I don't know. I, I could well, there's no G at the end, so it can't be Jing. Okay, well, thank you for correcting me. Damajin. Damajin. Because that's how it ends. A J N. Okay. So that's the way I've always said it. I mean, if I'm pronouncing it wrong, please, somebody tell me. And I'll stop pronouncing it correctly. I don't know if I was pronouncing yeah. it wrong. But um, anyway. I'm not going to go real into the other two movies unless you know something different about them. But it's basically the same Story. premise. Yeah. Just done a different way. Uh, a different mountain, but it's the same statue. And because it's always a different village with the same problem. <laughs> It wasn't wasn't the first one. He had like a green face, and the second no, one, like no. he, he had a blue face. Or? No, that was done when they colorized it. They colorized. I, I thought I, it thought, was, I uh, thought it was in color. No, it originally was in black and white, and then they colorized it. And when they colorized it, I think that may have happened when they brought it to America. They colorized it, and they. Uh, they put the colors color on the face, and they fucked it all off. Oh yeah, <laughs> of course. Because I mean, let's let's look at it. They get their points from um, Ted Turner, who colorized, I think, colorized uh, Nightmare Nightmare Night, Night of, of the Living Night Dead. Night of the Living Dead. That's what I'm trying to say. I'm a little tongue tied at the moment. That's all right. Um, yeah, that was horrible. That was horrible, you know. But we'll get into we'll get into colorization at some other time. 
Um, because there are movies that you could probably colorize and make better. But there are movies that should never have been colorized, period. And Night of the Living Dead, definitely one of them. One of them. Yes. Definitely. Okay. Um, all right. The next one up is Gamera. We're going to gloss over that because Gamera has a huge library. Right. Not as much as Godzilla, but still huge. But, I mean, other than Godzilla, Gamera was my favorite horror creature. Actually, my mother's, too. Really? Yeah. Because we were watching something. I don't know what it was. And she asked, is this Gamera? Is this with the turtle? And I said, no, this, that's Gamera. No, this isn't that. And she said, I, I used to really like watching, uh, watching the turtle. I used to like to watch him when he flies. Because he would spin around yep. and he had the fires shooting out from all his yep. openings and yep. stuff. Again, something I'd like to see how they did. Yeah, that would be interesting. Yeah. You know, obviously you're hanging it from string or wire, you know, and you got this open flame. Yeah. You know, what's going on? How do you do that? Yeah, right, exactly. So, but now we're going to come to, if I'm not mistaken... The music from the beginning of the show was for this movie here, The X from Outer Space. Yes, okay. yes, it was. And, and um, like, I, we, like we said, we we don't know what the hell they were singing yep, about. Yeah, and actually, um, you didn't know until today that uh, that actually had a sequel. No, I, I did not know that. Yeah, the first movie was called The X from Outer Space, and the sequel was Monster X Strikes Back. So obviously the first movie made enough money to do a sequel, but obviously there wasn't enough there at the end to to continue. But honestly, like watching the extra amount of space, I mean, it, it, it's a fun movie to watch. Mm -hmm. But I don't understand how they came up with the sequel, because okay, you got this Japanese crew, okay, that goes to Mars. Mm -hmm. I didn't know Japanese even ventured into space but well they, yeah they've got, they've gone to the space station and stuff like that yeah uh, well, well the space station but never mars yeah no no well none of us have gone to mars yeah, well, yeah, exactly to stop any conspiracy theories at this moment we are not living anyone on mars no one lives there no one has gone there there's nobody living there okay now we're on to the next one <laughs> i mean we We've had, you know, like, uh, cam well, cameras go there. Cameras, rovers. Yeah. You know, all stuff like that. But, but um, yeah, we've never actually landed on Mars. And, but whatever. The, the storyline is that this, uh, this space shuttle comes back from Mars. And it has this uh, spore attached to it. Mm -hmm. And they landed in Japan, of course. And... Uh, all of a sudden, the spore starts growing. Could I, could I ask a question go ahead. before we go any further? Go ahead. I have a problem with the Japanese shuttle landing on Japan. I mean, even we know we can't land a space shuttle back on Florida because there's not enough land to control it. Yeah. That's why we landed in California or Texas. Right. So how in the world do they land the damn thing on Japan. It's only food for thought. I don't want an answer. No, no, no. I, and I, I get that. And you know what? I don't have an answer for you. But the thing is, you know, okay. They go there. They go to Mars. They come back. They land in Japan. Somebody in, in the, sh the shuttle picked up space herpes. Yep. 
picked up space herpes. And then all of and a that's sudden... And that's a reference to space pirates, if anybody else has, has heard that. <laughs> but they pick it up, and then all of a sudden this creature starts growing. Okay. And it's got a Godzilla body. It's got this UFO-shaped head with a big bird beak for a mouth. Okay. And it walks around, and it does the exact same thing that Godzilla did. Just goes around, runs around, destroys a city, and, I mean, it's just, oh, my God. It's it's <laughs> so bad, but it's good. I'm going to have to find, see if I can find that, along with the sequel. See, I've never seen the sequel. I'd love to see it. Now, like you'd said, that you know, they, they how could they do a sequel? Do they kill the creature at the end? Or? Honestly, it's been so long. So since you don't, you don't it, know. So I but I mean, I can't, I can't imagine them stopping. Excuse me, because they killed the creature, because that's a staple in the Godzilla films. Right. You kill Godzilla, and you just come up with another movie. Right. I mean, there should not technically there should not have been another Godzilla film after the first one. True. Because he was killed. I mean, skeletonized killed. Yeah. But I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe they went back to Mars and picked up some more spores. Or I, don't, I don't know what the deal is, but uh, yeah, I mean, if they made a sequel, I mean, I would love to see it. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm, I'm really into watching these movies that I've never seen, especially if you've seen one, not the sequel, it's like it drives me want to see the first one. And it's like, well, now there's a sequel. Let's, let's I gotta check that out yeah, too. Check yeah, check that out. Um, okay, the the next one we should have mentioned before when we started this thing because we were talking about King Kong. Now, the reason I didn't can keep it with that is because I wanted to talk about this one separately. Okay. Because back in the '60s, um, there was a King Kong cartoon. I can't remember it, the title exactly. I think it was just called King Kong. And King Kong in the cartoon was blue. I don't know if it was because it was cheaper. It was a cheaper color. To, he, was, he, to was do, he was blue. The 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 colorizing of it was blue. Now I don't know because it was black and white television. Brown wouldn't have really shown up as a shade mm -hmm. on black and white TVs. So blue might have actually shown up more as black. I'm, I'm just thinking of that because I know they do colorize things like that. No, no, no. I get it. I get it. You know, because I know a lot of times they don't have characters standing near black uh, objects mm -hmm. because the black outline of characters get blended into the item. So then you actually may not see a black outline. You may actually see a white outline. And it'll be a white outline across, like, say, this locker. And then it becomes black again when you get uh, as far, far past the locker. So it might have been a colorizing thing that they did, but could have been, could have been. But what I'm saying is the the um, the cartoon I want to say ran for probably two three seasons, okay, and that's good for a Japanese, an early Japanese anime, because um, I think that's what Speed's Racer did at the time. Three three or four, you know, like three or four solid seasons of shows. Right. I mean, but did the King Kong one look like? Shit. If, as I remember, what it was, it had it had the hallmarks, hallmarks of. Remember the old Godzilla cartoon from the eighties or early nineties with Godzuki, the flying. Oh, okay, his son. Yeah, 
But what I think is they, they took, the, that's where they got the idea of these explorers being friendly with Godzilla and trying to do good. These anthropologists befriend King Kong, and King Kong actually, uh, you know, not to, not to say that he becomes their pet, but he, he helps them in the jungle when they, when they need him. Okay? Which was good for kids' cartoons. It worked. Now, where to bring it here is when the cartoon ended, of course, with us in the States, it was just over. In Japan, they decided to try to, uh, not so much to Americanize it, but to bring it to live action. So they, they already had the King Kong suit. Mm -hmm. So what they did was they just turned it into a kid's King Kong movie. And it was called King Kong Escapes. What they were hoping was that would revitalize into a live-action King Kong series, right? But it didn't. Nobody wanted it. But I, after, because I know I've seen it, so I don't know if it's because it was just the wrong topic. Maybe it might have been. Um, but I remember it not being completely like kid. Today, the kids have seen so much. You'd probably say it's completely kid-friendly. Right. But for the '60s. In early seventies, I want to say that it was borderline. Most likely. So I mean, I can understand why if it didn't if it didn't succeed there and it was only partial success here, I could see them wanting they just you know we're just going to scrap the whole idea. Which is probably a good thing. A good thing too. But if you watch it for the share the share idea of watching a kids version of a King Kong movie. Right. It's not that bad. It really isn't. I mean, you watch all of these movies basically with tongue-in-cheek. Because, you know, yeah. the su you can tell sometimes that there's creatures in suits. Um, I know for That's a obvious. I know for a fact there's a couple of uh, Godzilla films where he's fighting the monster, and the monster you can see is actually a guy down on his knees. Yeah. You know, he's, he, he's supposed to be running, and he, he, he's got two hands in, one, in, in the front, and his knees are in the back because, obviously, his feet are in the, in the actual feet in the back. Right. So, but if you, if you can find this, it's good for a chuckle. It really is. If you want to relive, like we've said, the Crucia Double Feature, right. definitely get a hand of this. It's a, you can probably find it as cheap as some of the others. I mean, because I know I picked up, I, for my wanting to keep <coughs> the whole Godzilla franchise together, I bought... Um, Godzilla versus King Kong years ago, and I think I spent two bucks on it. Two bucks. Because honestly, that's about what it's worth. But I mean, it the thing is, is that is one of the more direct sequels to the first film right. than any of the others. Right. All right. We've said we've had our say about that. We're going to. Oh, we're going to talk about two movies. That I know I've never seen. I've heard of them, but I've never seen. Okay. I'll give you. I'll give you the names, and you tell me if you've heard them. Okay. We're looking at Gappa, the Trifilian monster. <laughs> no. Poster only showed me that it was from the ocean. <laughs> That's all I could give you. So it's an ocean monster movie. Yeah, something like that. Okay. The next one is Space Amoeba. Space Amoeba, no. 
Now, I've seen clips of this. It's basically like like it was like I was saying about uh, Dagora. It was a space alien, obviously. Um, obviously, from the from the title, you can get that. Yep. And it was some kind of an octopus kind of creature with tentacles and things like that. He actually lands on the ground. And starts picking up people, and so it's not the uh, same one from no, the no, no, not even, not even close. Okay, not even close. But this one is sort of you could almost say if you didn't know it came from space, you'd almost say that it was you know something from the sea because of the octopus look to it. Mm-hmm. But it basically just walks around picking people up, eating them, throwing them against buildings, destroying buildings, going along. And honestly, that's the only clips I've seen. <laughs> I don't know what they fight them with, how they kill them, how they drive them off, whatever. Well, we got to see if we can find this. This I, I'll tell you, Nia, this is one of those, you can tell that the eye of the amoeba, which is just one big eye, so he's a cyclops, right? <laughs> At times, you can tell that the damn thing is Clint painted on. You. It's painted on. Oh, Clint can wait. <laughs> he, he knows he can't call me at this time when I'm doing the show. He wants to come on as a guest star. That's the thing. And I told him we're not ready for that. No, definitely not ready for Clint. No. So I've, had, I've actually had a bunch of people ask if they could come on and be guest stars. But I told them with our setup right now, we're not ready to bring guest stars on. We just haven't, don't have the time yet. I mean, down the line. Oh, yeah, down the line. And down it's, it's going to happen. And I'm telling you, the first guest we have on probably be at Blockbuster Show. Who do you because, get in mind? No, no, I have no, I have no idea. But I mean, we'll we'll definitely announce who is coming on onto the next show. You know, the week before. Okay. Right. You know, that, so that's fine. Okay. So that's enough about Space Amoeba. The other one, Gapapa. The um, what? Gapapa. Gapapa. It's G A P P A. You Gap. tell me how to pronounce that. I don't fucking know. Gapap. Gapap. Gapapa. Gapapa. Gappa. 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 Okay, okay. Gotcha. gotcha. I don't know what to do with Trifillion Monster. I don't know at all. All he looked like is... Um, he looked like a cheaper version of Gigan. Uh, Gigan. With the... With the um, oh, what were they? They were tusks coming out of the side of his head. And pointing to almost pointing together. Oh, is that from? Um, it's from a, he, he Gamera, fought, right? Well, I think he fought uh, Gamera, and then he fought um, Godzilla. Some of these monsters you're going to find are similar to monsters that fought with either of them, or later on became, got their own show because people liked it. So he's been around the block a few times. Yeah, it sounds like it. But uh, see, I don't know the chronology. I don't know if this movie came. Before, before or after or after yeah so but needless to say that's the kind of creature it was I don't even know if it was the same creature it might have just been an early project with that kind but he had the, he had the big tusks and the, he, was, I, he was like a lizard right he looked like a bird he looked was, like a bird uh, he looked like a bird and there were big tusks coming around I'll show you a picture of it later but um, let's see we um, we have another series to gloss over mainly because I can only remember this thing vaguely as a kid and I would, en- I would enjoy trying to find some of these films before we talk about them. And that's Ultraman. I think you remember I'm, it as I'm, Inframan, maybe. Y- y- yeah. 
I thought it was Inframan. It might have been Ultraman. It, it might. It might have been one of the two, or both. It might. They might have been the same thing. Um, I just remember that there was this little Japanese boy, and he was calling him Robot Monster, and he'd do this weird shit with his chest, and he'd be like, boom, boom. Yep. And then all of a sudden they grow huge. Yep. I believe that's. Uh, I believe that's Ultraman. I think that's the same. Now one. Ultraman, from what I could gather, has roughly. Um, the same number of films as Godzilla. What? Yes, Go Ultraman has almost 30 films. I know Godzilla has over 30. Ultraman's got fucking 30 yep, films? Yep, yep. Became a big, big hit. He even did, he even fought with Godzilla a few times. No! Yep, and I, wa I want to say it was... Um, I want to see this shit. <laughs> I want to say it was one of, it was one of the... Uh, Ghidorah films. No. Yeah, I, I almost want... Hey, I'll find it and I'll show you, but I'm almost positive he fights with Godzilla because that's because that was one of the episode one of the Godzilla movies where you found out Godzilla could actually talk. What? Because you had the roars and they actually subtitled the roars while he was roaring at Ultraman. No. Yep. Yep, I swear to God. You're I fucking lying. No, I'm not. I'm not. What if I ever lied to you about anything? You're lying about the no. Godzilla fucking... No, yep. that, that's yep. Chewbacca. No, um, <laughs> yeah, we don't want to get too many franchises in here. Um, Jesus Christ. I mean, he was like... Exactly. Now, listen, you, you say it's impossible that he's talking, right? I mean, but I know he's saying something. I, yeah, yeah, okay. Now... But he, that, says, but he says the same shit over and over again. Now, in, and I'm, I'm going to get off at Godzilla, but we, I need, don't to, believe we, need, this. To, we need to settle this. All right, go ahead. There's another movie called, I, I, wanna, I know his son is in it, the little... Godzuki. God, no, Godzuki is from the cartoon. This is the son of Godzilla, the actual one from the movies. Godzuki. No, is it called Godzuki? Yes. Oh, I never heard his name. That's why I'm saying he, the, did, he never had a name. Well, I'm telling you. All right. You, so you're telling he just me couldn't God, fly. You're telling me Godzilla can talk. Okay. All right. Fine. He's Godzuki. And now, the, no, one, no, no, no. Let me finish. All right. In one of their movies, okay, and I want to say it was like Monster Island because we're all different kinds of monsters in this picture, okay? They're all speaking English. Who's speaking English? The monsters. Now, fuck off. No, now let me tell you what my theory is to how this happened. Okay, my theory is is when this movie came over, and at the time Godzilla was big over here, so they were gonna they were anything that came over, they were gonna dub. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Now, when they went to figure out how many voices they were gonna dub, they watched the movie and the subtitling. So they can figure out who changes because usually in Japanese movies they put like they used to put like a little dash at the beginning to show that the, a, a different person is talking. Okay. So like you might get a dash if three of us are here talking, you might have nothing in front of your words. I might have a dash, and then who else is here might have a plus. So they know the three people are talking. Okay. Okay. What my theory is is that whoever did this, looking for the dubbing, didn't take into account. That the creatures were just roaring with the subtitles, and that because there were subtitles there, what they thought that there was somebody off-screen talking. So they counted those as voices that needed to be dubbed. 
you know how stupid that sounds? Yes, I can tell you how stupid that sounds because there's only one movie that that happens in, as far as I know. And you can tell that that guy didn't have a job after that movie got released after dubbing. And which movie is this? I, I'm not. I, I don't remember. I want to <laughs> say because it was there was Monster Island, there was Attack All Monsters. I just don't remember which one it was. I mean, if you look for it now, you'd probably find the straight Japanese version, right. which is uh, mostly what a lot of people look for when they go out there. But even the Japanese version will have subtitled text under the roars of the creatures. Godzilla talking. That's. How did we get on that? Fuck. I, 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 we were talking about Ultraman because you wouldn't believe Ultraman. Yeah, but you brought the shit up, man. Fuck. Hey, Godzilla flies. Yeah. No, 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 don't, go, don't get into it. I'm just saying. You're willing to believe that? You're willing to believe that Godzilla flies? No, okay. I'm not willing to believe it. But anyway. <laughs> okay. Holy got shit. I got another one here that I believe might be on... Uh, Amazon Prime. I'm not positive. I think I've seen it there. Um, Yonge- uh, let me see. Sometimes my glasses just don't help. Yongeri Monster from the Deep. I've heard of it. Yes, I've heard of it too. I don't think I've ever seen it. Um, but I believe this monster was again from the ocean. Obviously it says from the deep. Dun dun dun. So, but I think it was yellow. That's what I want to remember. But I don't. I, I really don't because I don't remember if it was in color or black and white. And if it was colorized, then they might have just picked a color like yellow, because they could sh- actually show that coming through the water. Um. I don't. I, I don't know. Again, there's a colorization that I don't know if it really happened or if it was done any good. But this is a movie I believe, like I said, is on Amazon Prime. And if it is, you know, I I, I haven't seen it in years. I definitely say uh, check it out. Check it out. Check it out. I mean, if you want to see these movies, it's like whether or not we agree that they're good or bad or something. You know, when you're talking about movies that are from the 50s and early 60s, it's every it's very suggestive of whether or not it's good or not. Right. It all depends on if they're puppets, if they're guys in rubber suits. Um you know, you just have to take it and take it with a grain of salt. Yeah, shitty special effects. I mean, you know. You yeah, we're not going to talk about the CGI ones now. No. Uh, <laughs> no. Because actually, the only I only have one here that I know of that was like CGI'd. Uh, but we'll get to it. it. Actually, will be one of the last ones um, because you you had never heard of it, and I actually showed you a clip today okay. of it. So we'll leave th- we'll leave that one for the last. Alrighty then. Okay. Um, Okay, so the next one is one that I, I couldn't find. It, the poster showed that it was a Japanese film, and it's labeled as a Japanese film. But I could the, the title of it is so long, I just gave up on trying to try to you know word out the, the Japanese call title. <laughs> What's the title? Okay, get ready for this. This is a long one. I gotta hear this. Legend of the Dinosaurs and Monster Birds. What? The fuck? Are you serious? <laughs> yep, I'm serious. No. Yep. Yep. Exactly. So trying to fi- trying trying to figure out how that works in a Japanese title, I couldn't. So I just went with the Ameri- the the English title. Now, 
Um, I try, can't find try to figure out how to how to write all that stuff out. You know, when you go in to see a movie and you know you got all this shit, and it's like, what the? Okay. And I'm sure the the Japanese title is a lot shorter and more to the point of what this movie is. Yeah, it's probably called Chukai. Yeah. Um, but from what I could gather from the still photographs and the poster, this is basically their version of Jurassic. Not, not I don't want to say Jurassic Park, but uh, their version of a dinosaur movie. Okay. You remember like oh, you remember uh, One Million Years BC with Raquel Welch? Yep. Okay, it's that kind of movie. And the modern people land end up on this island. If I could gather the whole thing together and like the land that time forgot yeah that yeah. kind of thing yeah and um they find all these dinosaurs and giant, giant monster birds which literally look like um pterodactyls on the poster okay okay so um it's basically their their version of a dinosaur movie which i mean if i could find a copy of it i'd love to take a look at it you might be disappointed but I, i'm not I, the thing is is i'm not extremely disappointed by anything i see Mm-hmm. Except for times that I'm expecting something good, and it sucks. And it sucks. Or that I'll give you one case, and then we'll get back to this one case. I watched a movie called Rice Girl, which was basically <laughs> supposed to be a movie about the um, the defamation of Jap- you know, Oriental, well, I'm sorry, Asian uh, actors and actresses, how they're portrayed in movies. For Hollywood, things like that. Now, I was expecting a good movie about this problem. Mm-hmm. This movie became part of the problem because by the end of the movie, they're doing exactly what they're trying to fight against. Which makes no sense. Right. That, and I was expecting something, by, and it wasn't done as a documentary. It was done as if, you know, this is what's going we know this is going on kind of thing. You know, the characters know this is going on and this is what we're going to do to do get against it. But it didn't work. And like I said, they started doing the exact thing that uh, they were fighting against. So I, and I'm not saying I, uh, I say this to all bad movies, but at that point, it was an hour and 45 minutes that I wanted back. Yeah. I mean, because I wouldn't have minded if they waited to the very end, you know, did all this, and at the very end, they came forward and said, this was what we were fighting against. You know, and this is unfortunately how we ended up having to deal with. It. They didn't even do that. They just basically t- took it and said, "Yeah, we're part of the problem." That's kind of stupid. <laughs> yeah. So now we'll get back to this. All right. Okay. Um, we briefly talked about uh, the mighty Peking man, <laughs> and that led that and that led off onto another tangent. So we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna sidestep that one again. All right. Okay. We're going to talk about one that I had never heard of. I had only seen a poster of, and I always thought the poster was just some rendering of um, Ghidorah. Okay. okay, and that's all I thought it was. It was just a concept art. Well, I found out that this is an actual movie, mm-hmm. and not just a concept thing. This is actually filmed. I couldn't find any film of it. Just the poster. Okay. The film is called, <laughs> and you loved it when I told you, Orochi, the Eight-Headed Dragon. Yeah, what the fuck is that all about? I have no idea. I had never heard of it until today. So. And what, what was the other one called? The Three-Headed Monster. Uh, Ghidorah. 
Ghidorah. Yeah, the King, the, King Ghidorah. And this is... Um, Orocha, Orochi. Orochi. So this one's got eight heads. This one's got eight heads. So I don't know if they were trying to do something, you know, with this creature. Yeah. But I had never heard of it. I'd never seen it. I thought it was amazing that the p picture I had seen years ago was actually not concept. It was, it was actually something that had been done. And I would like to see if I could find a copy of this. So it's actually out there. Yeah, it's out there somewhere. The movie has been made. Um, I'd love to see what that thing can do. <laughs> okay, we've got um, we've got four more, and uh, we're going to do all the bad ones first. Um, I I'll tell you right up. I've never seen any of these. Okay. Okay. So if you if you have never seen them, we'll just go with that. Or skip over because it, there's a few of these that I never even there was never even posters okay. that I could download to you know to to see what it looked like. Okay. All right. Not the posters are a guarantee that what I'm seeing on the poster is what's in the movie, but it at least gives me an idea. No, I mean, how many times have you gone to like Blockbuster Video and you you see this picture of a movie and then you're like, oh, I want to check this out. You yep. bring it home, you put it in the VCR and back in the day, and you're like, oh, this sucks. Yep. No, that's happened to me tons and tons and tons of times. Okay. All right. Hit me. Okay. Zakor. The Invader. I have no idea what it's about. There was no picture that I could find. I all I understand, all I know because I've made this list, there's giant monsters involved. Okay, well that's something we should have to. Uh, <laughs> okay, now do. now this next one, I've seen a poster for it. I've read the description. I've never seen it, and it only here because it becomes a monster movie. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Nizula, the rat monster. What the fuck? <laughs> Nizula. Nizula, the N rat monster. Nizula, the rat monster. From what I could gather, he is a man <coughs> who is injected with rat DNA. And he slowly starts to transform into a man-sized rat. Why would you do that? I have no idea, but why does geneticists do anything? That's true. You know, we watch all these movies where the mad scientist does all these things with genes and body parts and things like And then we sit there and go, yay, they've transplanted another heart. Great. It gave the person an idea, but when they start transplanting, you know, brains, I hope you're there to sit there and go, yay, they did a first brain transplant. Jesus Christ. This is something like Molly the Sheep. When they, they cloned the sheep, remember that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd like to know if that sheep is still alive. But They probably ate it. We, we'll, we'll go on. we got one more and then our favorite. Okay, this one is Deep Sea Monster Rigo. Rigo? Rigo, R-E-I-G-O. I, Rigo, Rigo. I don't know how to pronounce that exactly, so I went with Rigo. Okay, okay. I believe you. Uh... All I can tell you, it's a monster from the mo water. <laughs> Hence, deep sea monster. Again. <laughs> but that's all I know about it. Here we go with the deep sea monsters. <laughs> that's all. That's all I know about it. All at all. 
Okay. Uh, all right. Well. Okay. Our last movie that we're going to discuss dun, dun, dun. is Big Man Japan, <laughs> which is what I just showed you earlier a yes. clip from. Yes, you did. And it wasn't a complete clip. It wasn't a great clip, but you got an idea of what the movie was I got, doing. I got an idea. Um, genetically altered humans. Yeah. Um, some uh, some were um, genetically altered with animals, some with plants, um, others with both. And uh, our hero, Big Man Japan, is only human. He was, uh, it, it, if I remember correctly, he was given uh, growth hormones. Yeah, it, he looks like something out of a, a video game. Yes. And I'm like, whoa. Um... There are all kinds of heroes. There's all kinds of monsters in this. If you watch it as tongue-in-cheek and you watch it as a comedy, you'll have so much fun. Don't look as this, at this as being trying to, trying to tell a story or trying to be serious. You right. watch this straight up as a comedy, and it'll work. You'll have fun from the beginning to the end. I mean, one of the characters looks like a, a flower. Yes, and there's, there's other characters in there, and you know you guys can check it out if you you want. It's on YouTube. Yep, uh, it came out in 2007, I believe. I might have the year off, but I think it's 2007. Yeah, but I mean, it, it was entertaining. Yep, this harkens me to um, Hawkins. 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 My memory. Hawkins. To um, two movies that I didn't mention here because I figured it would be part of a different show. Mm-hmm. And that is uh, Attack on the Titans. Attack on the Titan, Titans. About the giant people attacking this one Japanese town. And yeah. Okay. I mean, we, um, can, we can discuss that. No, at another, well, I wanted to save it for another time because that's actually um, a comic book that got turned into an anime that got turned into a mo- movie. And that that's fine. That's fine. But it was just because of all that, I wanted to wait till it fit into something else. Right, right. Yeah. And that's fine. Yeah. But if you if you know the kind of characters they're fighting against in Attack of the Titans, you could almost see this as a prequel of the dawning of seeing these creatures that are so large. And they just show up. Could be. Could be, but I know that I, I know they're not from the same franchise, they're not from the same right. company, but every but if you like Attack on Titan, I think you'll get a kick out of something like this. Because that's the way I am. I'm a, I'm a big Attack on Titan fan. Um, I, I've read the I've read the manga. I've read, um, not read. I've watched this the anime, and I've watched the movies. I I just wish that they would do more movies, because the movies are spectacular. Right. That's something else I probably should let you borrow to to take a look at because I think those are, the, you'd really enjoy those. There is an English dub version on my Blu-ray, so well, you, you should. But. Yep. Um, yeah, we'll get into that. Yeah, I got a list of all kinds of things to, to, to loan you. <laughs> <laughs> loan, loan. That's for anybody out there that still borrowed movies from me and still haven't returned them. Hey, uh, I've always no, returned them. No, no, I know. You've always returned. That's why I'm saying it to whoever is out there. Okay. Somebody may be listening that has actually borrowed movies from me that have not returned. And you haven't returned them? Fuck you. You, beca- you become a big red splotch. That's it. On the record. All so, right. 
that's our. Uh, is there anything else that you'd like to discuss while we're, we're talking about this? But I mean, some of them, like I said, we've glossed over because mm-hmm. they're going to be their own shows because there's just too much involved in. Although there, there was way too much involved. I mean, I think Mothra has. Oh, I think Mothra has alone seven films. Yeesh. Even the one, and then there's the ones that he that she was in Godzilla with. Then you have Gamera, who has, I want to say, like 10 or a dozen films there. We already mentioned Ultraman. Ultraman has almost 30, where Godzilla has over 30. Yeah. So, I mean, we just have to, we have to take this in moderation. Or you're going to be end up listening to podcasts that are three and four hours long. And we know you don't want that. And, of course, we don't want that because we actually have social lives. We don't know about you. But we do have social lives. So, I mean, Japanese Night Part 2? Yeah, we could do a Japanese Part 2. And, ta- and talk about stuff that's gone from um, television, manga, whatever, to, to the movies. Yeah. Because I'd love to, there's, there's a whole slew of them that I'd love to talk about. And from bad to worse and vice versa? Uh, yeah, no, most definitely because there, there have been some that they've waited years to do. Which they shouldn't have. No, no, no. But there's one in particular um, that I'll mention here, so... Um, you can pass it on to you know people that may know what we're talking about. Um, Star Blazers from the 70s. We used to watch it on the afternoons after school. Um, it was just the, the big battleship that they converted into oh, a spaceship, yeah, yeah, yeah. and they were supposed to go to Iskandar, get the. We had been planet bombed from an alien species, and they were trying to turn our planet into a radiation zone. And they were basically killing all of us off with radiation. And they were supposed to travel to this place called Iskandar, get the get the thing to fix the radiation, and then come back. Not until, I want to say 2014, maybe 2015, and there had been talks about doing live-action movie, you know, for years. They finally did it. They did it right, and they did it excellent. Now the thing is, is, they should because they had a had it on a good positive vibe. They should have done more, but they've only ever done the one. Now with all the radiation, um, they the ca- they came back and it, it it was fine. Did the uh, the monsters come out then? No, no, there's no <laughs> monsters. There's no monsters. I know. But That's why we know it's fantasy because Stoblies has showed that after all that radiation, there is no monsters. <laughs> All right, all right, but that was just another example of them going from um, a popular cartoon into a movie that actually worked. All right, so Vault, uh, where can we be found? We can be found sometimes on YouTube. Sometimes, sometimes, because YouTube seems to have a problem with us. So, but we're we're trying to work on that. So and we're just saying sometimes. Let let me, let me just. Go with that. Yeah. Um, you know, we play music clips. We play video clips. We play sound clips. But we're not making any money off of this. We're, we're doing this for the fun. Yeah, we're doing this for fun. We're fans of movies, and we're just out there having fun. We want to have a good time. We're not making any money out of this. But we're not shy about saying if you want to do send money, you know, just ask for the address. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. What else you got, Vinny? Um, 
Well, we can be found on iTunes. Yes, we can. We can, can find at Anchor. Yes, we can. Um, there was someplace else that I knew we could we could be found at, and I can't remember. But any any good app that lists podcasts, we can be found on them. Yes. Because I just started an app for uh, basically for movies and what what I like and what I don't like on uh, I think it's called Wishlist. Okay. And um, I was surprised to find us there. Ah. Yeah, and that's not something that our producer had said, but still, if it was something that the system just took on itself, more ha- more power to you. We're popular. Hey. So I, I recommend that podcast to anybody on that site that saw mine. So we can be found there. But I'd say, I guarantee you we're found on most, pl- in, sp- in fact, Spotify. That's how my son listens to us. Yes, cool. Yeah. Very cool. And uh, once again, another special shout out to our producer. Oh, yes. Our producer, um, Knuckles Cannoli, our Canadian connection for MMO Radio Mafia. And uh, yeah, he's been doing a tremendous job and hooking us up and making us look like a million bucks. The, the pictures, the videos he's l- listed on Facebook and other places. Incredible. 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 Very incredible. Incredible. So, we'd like to. Uh, Thank you for tuning in, and uh, we'll see you at the movies. Goodbye. Bye.